This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. Tired. And this is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by the Collective Card Club and Monster Breaks. What's going on, Paul? Saw, dude. <sighs> dude, we are tired. I'm, I know I'm tired. I'm just assuming you yeah, are. No, yeah, no. It, definitely. <laughs> it's been a long week, man. We've had Mag do this week. Right. This, you know, this small event, the industry summit, yeah. <laughs> like coming up uh, in a couple days, um, which, I mean, we're super excited about, but at the same time, it's like, whew. So I know when we get out of here, you got to go do a couple things for that. Yeah, I got to finish up some uh, promo stuff. Like, yeah, you know, just ooh, man. And I'll probably end up helping Brian with a few things. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, that's what's on, man. So we're just getting through, and uh, I'm glad we have tomorrow off. Yeah, you know, we're coming to you on Friday today. Right, a little later than normal just because the week's been crazy. But I'm glad I got tomorrow off to recuperate to uh, get ready for Sunday. Yeah, it's good. Sunday. Sunday's gonna hit two o'clock. People start showing up and getting registered and sign in and stuff, and then. It's go. It's full bore from there through Wednesday afternoon. Yep. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. Oh well, and it's it's part of the business that it's it comes with it, and I, it's actually, you know, we say it, we say you know, oh, we're tired, yada yada yada. But it's it's once once we get going, the energy kicks in, and, and then and it's done, and we're and we're running we're running off adrenaline for for three days. And well, you run. A, I run off monster. Monster. Yeah, you run off adrenaline. And I say this, this. I didn't ever realize this until. The injury summit last year in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Like how exhausting talking is for th- like three, four hours. <laughs> it can be because we we did that last yeah. year for sure, and um, I'm sure it's going to be the same the same type thing again. So. Sure, the um, the lineup is stacked. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's it's people, not even fair. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of folks that we hope to get on and and schedule some time with. Uh, we're going to see how that works, but uh, we're we're ready to go. I think I think we're we're good on our parts. Just tying up odds and ends. That's why the show got pushed back, like Paul said, till Friday. Because we, like yesterday, we we just didn't have time to sit down and do this. No, not you know, at all. Yeah, not so, at all. Uh, today we've we've marked out some time for it for you guys, and uh, here we go. You ready? Oh yeah. You ready? Oh okay. yeah. New products are pricing, buddy. All right, man. There there is only one for new products, but it is. I thought it was a Highlander movie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But it's a, it's a big one. Okay. It is a, a, a big ball in the court, we'll call it. So 17-18 um, contenders basketball. Oh, okay. On yeah. the pro style. So not the college not stuff. The college this stuff. is the pro stuff. All so right. uh, this stuff is huge, okay? Um, two autos per box, $160 a box or so. Um, watching some yesterday on Monster Breaks, 
Um, Co Curtis, man, Curtis pulled out a Alonzo Ball cracked ice yesterday. Nice. They're uh, they're pushing fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars right now uh, for that card, and um, that stuff's on fire. Stuff is on fire. So Monster, I know, will be breaking that all weekend. So go check them out. And uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's the product right now. So I think that's gonna. We carry over poor. If anything comes out next week, I think it's still going to be overshadowed by uh, by <laughs> Contenders Basketball. So. Monster with Contenders Basketball all week. And Monster cool. did again big with Select, man. So you can't find Select right now. Without, yeah. yeah. It, it, it took a big jump, just like it did last year. Just like, yeah, it was. They, they did well with the XRCs. Um, yeah. Again, yeah. I think there's an autograph version uh, this year. Okay. And, um, you know, it. It's it's good stuff, man. That's uh that's interesting. We talk about the XRC because the draft is coming up here in April here in Dallas, and uh, you and I are pulling a few strings trying to get get in that room. So yes, we are. Uh, maybe we'll get to see some of those XRC cards signed. That would be very very cool. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty dope. I just said dope twice. You, you three said times. dope twice. Do you oh. uh, do you have to take a drug test? Uh, maybe 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 I need to take a drug test. There you go. Let's talk about uh, new pricing. Upper Deck Series 2 is priced. I told you it would take me no more than five days, and that's exactly <laughs> what it took. Um, of course, as the market adjusts, I'm going to need to go back and, and, and adjust, but there you go. So Chronicles Basketball, okay, that is done for you. Donovan Mitchell there, the cover boy, and Road to WrestleMania. And Matt sent me a very cool – I know you're not a wrestling guy, but I know you know this name – Matt sent me a very cool uh, Undertaker autograph relic piece that was uh, okay, inserted cool. in into said product. So very nice. There you go. Those and are now. Uh, Justin is finishing up uh, Don Russ Racing. Don Russ Racing will uh, will be done at the by the end of the day. Is it hard to price racing cards? I've, I've never even attempted. <laughs> Not so. really. It's different, man. Yeah. Like because you know we're so used to to. to I mean, it, it's still individuals, but like you know, if someone's on a certain team. Their mm-hmm. cards are going to be worth a little bit more, whatever. It's so individualized in in racing, you know. It's just a different animal. Let me ask you this: What's been your biggest surprise pricing cards? Like, what what, what do you think your biggest learning curve was? Maybe was it was it racing? Was it golf? Was it? Yeah, I mean, golf. Unfortunately, just hasn't had any products, sure. so I haven't really had to do a whole lot with that. Um, racing was different, you know. Just trying to figure out like is Jeff Stewart Jeff Stewart is Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart on the same level? Are yeah. they different? Are they not? Have sure. how many? I mean, how many they won? You know how that, that all kind of came together. Um, but for but as far as football, no. I mean, I think I pretty much, you know, yeah, pretty much figured out all the different trends and whatnot for that. So hockey um, is like that. Hockey is like say say this year. It, it it's supposed to be. Nico and Patrick, right? Those, right. Are, those are supposed to be your guys, but no, it's not. It, it's Brock. And so it's the surprise guys that are, that'll hit you in hockey. Coins, too. When I, when I was pricing coins, man, that is a whole different game that <laughs> I am not prepared for. Right. <laughs> on it. Like, the volatility of the, of the market plays such a role in how you price coins, and especially for modern stuff. Older stuff... It kind of is what it is, but then something will come up that's never been, you know, it was uncirculated in, in the Carson City Mint, and right. and then it's, you know, $4 billion, and <laughs> those are tough. I hear you. No, I mean, and there are, there are tons of surprises. You're right. We had um, just, just now with limited football coming out, Colin Kaepernick, not Colin Kaepernick. Man, I'm off today. <laughs> I am way off today. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. His first card. Completely different co- person. Completely different person. <laughs> his first card on a 49ers, first, first 49ers card. Okay. Is going for twenty five dollars plus. Wow! Yeah, just the base 
card. And wow. the parallels are going for 50 to 100. So just stuff like that. It's like, wow, people really have latched on to, to that card, which should normally just be like a $2 card or whatever. And um, it's actually rocking the hot list this week. Very nice. So Very nice. Indeed. Speaking of uh, some rocking the hot list, this, I'm going to call this a hot list of products. Uh, I want to talk about the Industry Summit 2018 auction through Handbid. Okay. Have you seen this? Have I, you, have I have. So this is pretty cool. Um, basically, it's it's a Handbid is a is an auction service. Everything just bid it up on your phone called Handbid, obviously. So uh, it's wait, the, wait, wait, really? Yeah, just like just like Man. some other auction services I out there. I had no idea what that meant. Okay. Hundred uh, percent of the proceeds generated by the Industry Summit, powered by Handbid's mobile auction will benefit a designated children's charity to provide a once-in-a-lifetime experience at the 39th National Sports Collectors Convention for one lucky young underserved boy or girl and their parents. So basically, everything on this list, all the benefit, all the proceeds are going to go to helping somebody get up to the National. That's awesome. Hanging out for the week, getting some VIP experiences, that kind of fun stuff. But Do they get to meet us? You know... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a requirement. Requirement, okay. That they right. have to come on the show. Okay, perfect. That's, that they have to do that. Perfect. All right. So this is for the industry summit, but you can go bid on it. There's, these things are available to the public. You, you don't have to be at the industry summit to go uh, be a part of it. If you go to oh, well, the link is posted in our in our Twitter page, uh, but we'll post it again. the The list of items here it, it, it's pretty neat. It's pretty. Oh, tons of Hall of Fame baseball, yeah. uh, Hall of Fame guys signed baseball. Sure. Um, got some cool jerseys on there. Yeah. Um, all kind of, and what I hear is there's more and more being added. Yeah, there's more be- stuff being added. All right, you're going to have to help me with this first one. Okay. Because I don't, I'm not a prospector and I don't know. Okay. But it's a 9-5 Francisco Mejia. Mejia? Mejia. Holy mackerel, man. That is a... Uh, that card right now is yeah. it's the it's the gold one, right? The yeah, gold, it's the gold. Sh- gold wave or whatever. That's that's a five hundred dollar card right there. Um he is he's he's gonna make his mark on the Indians, man. Sure. They, they should be they're super excited to have him. So So um, that's that's up right now with zero bids with an opening bid of two hundred dollars. That's man, a man. hell of a that's a yeah, steal. Hit that right? button. Put my <laughs> log me in. Let me hit that button. Um, yeah, that was the definitely, and that's actually a card. The cool part is that's a card I pulled on during a box buster. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, we got a, I think we got it graded right. Uh, we did. We yeah, it's it a graded. nine five ten. And uh, yeah, man, now we're donating it to the to the thing, and and here we go. So, so the other one, the next card I want to talk about is something that you also pulled. I did, man. I was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty seventeen National Treasures thirty two book thirty two material book. Uh, man, the list of names on this card just reads like a who's who. Oh, they're all good, of, man. Of, of baseball right now, it's Aaron Judge, it's Ben Attendee, it's it's oh, everybody was and their on there, mother. Yeah, let me, I'm going to pull up the separate pictures just so I can see. Some of the pieces are patch pieces. Some of them are uh, like jersey pieces, swatches, but they're they're all nice. See, uh, Swansby, Fulmer, Makata, Lopez, Bregman, Ben Attendee, Foles. David Dahl, the thing's flipping through, so I can't okay. catch it. Uh, Hunter Renfro, yeah, man, this is like a who's who, man. You got to go check that out. That's got an opening bid of $75. Go check that one out. Kyle Ripken Jr. autograph, a Dak Prescott full jersey at $175 right now with an auto. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think that's a popular one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hell of a... It is, man, and the Steelers, man, you know, I mean, yeah. they've got a huge fan base. Exactly. What do we got here? We got a 2017 Leaf autographed jersey multi-sport sealed box, so that could be, that's full of Hall of Famer stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, Christian McCaffrey mini helmet autograph. A Don, this is one for us. 
for us. Yeah, we you and I should talk about splitting the pro splitting the uh the bid here. Uh-huh. Okay. And we hang it up in the in the uh studio. Okay. Don Madeline Ricky Henderson dual autograph 16 by 20 photo and it's black and white. I love it. Oh, very nice. Ricky love Ricky. Ricky love Ricky. And I like Ricky. And Mr. And Mr. Baseball. Yeah. Got another Mr. Baseball here. Don Mattingly, six by sixteen by twenty autograph photo with inscription. It's got all his awards on it that he's that he's won. His there, was a, there was enough room. Yeah, there oh, was okay. enough room. <laughs> I mean, it's a lengthy list. <laughs> I was under, I was gonna say it has to be a huge list. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, this one's directly for you. This is an Ovi picture, sixteen by twenty oh, Ovi. Nice. Uh, An Adam West and Burt Ward, uh, sixteen by twenty auto. A Doc Gooden, sixteen by twenty auto. Uh, Jim Rice, if you're a Red Sox fan, that's that's for all. That's all about you, right there. Um, who else? Oh, Daryl Strawberry and Don Mattingly. How about those guys? There you go. That'll work. And uh, the '72 Miami Dolphins uh, signed poster. That's with 18 different signatures. I was gonna say that's already got cold bids, doesn't it? Yep, sure does. Yep. Um, what else? Don Mattingly baseball, Duke Snyder baseball, Steve Carlton baseball, Bob Feller baseball, Burt Blylevin baseball, Cecil Fielder baseball. I mean, all that stuff's there, and there's more stuff coming. So, Yeah, I know Sam had more stuff on his desk, and right. uh, I know some more stuff's coming in on Saturday they're going to put up last minute. So, yeah, definitely, definitely check that stuff out, man. I will be. It's, a, it's for a great cause. Some, some young man or young girl is going to get to uh, experience the National for the first time, and for me, being there first time last year is it, a hell of an experience. Absolutely. So go check that out. The link will be posted uh, on our Twitter feed. It's on our Facebook page. It's everywhere that you need to know. Go check out the Industry Summit. It's yep. there. It's Just use your hand and yep. bid. And hand and bid. There you go. And you are going to walk away with a pretty cool item, and a young man or young woman will have a great experience at the National. All right, Paul. Good that's, deal. That's the first segment. Let's set up the show. Set it up. First uh, interview is my guy Marcel from Markdown Entertainment. You were out on Monday. Was man uh, attending to a child? Is he is he okay? He is back. Yeah, he's back. He's, he's back to school. A little scary with all the flu stuff going around. Yeah. So we had to uh, kind of drop everything we were doing. Make sure he was all right. Get him some. <coughs> get him some medicine. Get him back on his feet. So he's good to go. All right, he's good to go. Um, glad he's feeling better. So I was riding solo that day. Uh, sat down with Marcel and talked about uh, breaking in New Jersey. Okay. And the different aspects that he brings to it, and the, these two, la- these last two interviews are going to wrap up our from the shop month. So, I uh, got one more breaker in there for you, and then yesterday, well, no, it was the day before yesterday. You and I sat down with the Vault from Michigan. There's a brand new shop opening up in Michigan. They've been open for a couple of days, but their grand opening is this Saturday, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, if you are in that area, go give them some love. Go yep. check out Willie's Rear. I want to go. To that restaurant. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> that, so sounds, do I. that sounds interesting. Awesome. Um, so those guys are joining us. And then we'll come back on the other end with a, a little wrap-up, maybe a, a preview of the Industry Summit and some uh, Fat Packs polls that we need to get to. So that's it. Guys, hang tight, and we'll be right back with Markdown Entertainment. Hey, this is Mike James, creator of Welcome to the Show Trading Cards. You're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And joining us now on the phone is my man Marcelo from Markdown Entertainment up in New Jersey. He's a breaker, and he's got, a, he's got exciting, he's a lot of exciting fun doing uh, breaking. And uh, he wanted to share his uh, story with you. And this is from the shop month, so we, we figured we'd get him on. Um, Marcelo, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you doing today? I'm doing real well. Is it, now, it's unseasonably warm here in Texas. Uh, I, I say that like it's... Um, 
like it's not an uncommon thing, but it's it's in the mid seventies, and it's really really humid. I'm just not used to that in late February. Now you're in New Jersey. Is it just cold there? Uh, we just had a little bit of snow the other day, so uh, we're actually supposed to be getting your weather in two days. So we're looking forward to it. I bet. I bet, man. You know, in two days here, it's going to be back down into the forties and, and cooler again. So it's just flipping so back an and even forth. Trade. Yeah, it's an even trade. It's an even trade. Speaking of trading, how long have you been in the hobby, man? Did you did you how you look about my age? I'm I'm 37. You look around that age. So did you start in the mid 80s like everybody else did? Um, more like the late 80s. Okay. I um I am just about your age, so I'm going to be 37 in April. And Mary bonds for him, and then it was like, okay, so this is cool. Yeah, let's do something do friends. And, uh, you know, from there, there I was hooked. Um, you know, my dad took me to my first card show and, uh, you know, almost the same thing. You know, I opened up a pack, I got a Robin Ventura and now the dealer is all excited and he's like, Oh, I'll give you two bucks for that kid. And I was like looking at the packs and I'm just like, have a five packs. Nice. And he's like, deal. So <laughs> I get, I guess I started right away with the, uh, the, the business dealings end of it too. <laughs> Very sweet, man. You got that's some uh, pretty quick savvy for a kid, especially for a Ventura. I mean, my my biggest memory of Robin Ventura is, is him getting his ass kicked by Nolan Ryan. But, um, but he was a he was a popular rookie at Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State. I almost said Ohio State. Oklahoma State, great hitter, had a long career, and he's still managing, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that, he was coming off that hitting streak, right? So he had broken the college record. So I mean, it was you know early in the year, everybody was just. You know, kind of nuts for him, I guess, at that point. Sweet. All right, so uh, 89, got your Venturas later. Now, here's a question I ask everybody. Did you have a dead period? Did you have a period of time that you didn't collect? And if you did, was it because of a girl? Because it's always because of a girl. (laughs) Uh, Well, yes and no. Okay. So, (laughs) yes, I did have a dead period. Um, I just had so much stuff. Um, before college and when I was, I guess, you know, figuring out what I was going to do as far as like, you know, I can't just bring all that stuff with me and I was living in the dorm. So, uh, you know, from maybe a couple years before I hadn't really bought that much. I think I stopped maybe around 97. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, a bunch of my friends were into the gaming cards, Mm. so, um, oh man, I wish I still had all those magic gathering cards. Of but course. Name for a breaker, right? Sure. Um, so what happened was the, the business was actually founded in, in 2006 and I sold on Amazon. I sold overstock uh, movies, music, video games. So that's actually where the entertainment came from. Oh. And um, when, you know, we buried my, you know, who's left of my collection out of the garage. Um, you know, I would do shows and, and, you know, vendor events and stuff like that. And I started bringing the stuff with me. And, you know, it's a good thing I did because the years would show as that part of the industry was dying and things were going digital. Um, there was still always an interest in the cards, you know, uh, the, the kids. Uh, it was always, you know, a big deal that, you know, they could go and, actually walk out with something at one of these events for like a dollar, two dollars, and they'd be happy. And then, 
you know, then you start getting the dads and like, oh, you know, you know, you got anything big, you know, you got this, this rookie, that rookie. So, you know, just kind of integrated it into the business. And um, probably around 2015, it started taking over the the majority of the business at that time. Okay, that and that's 2015. You know, it's it's a good baseball rookie class, and let's see, that's Chris Bryant's rookie year. So, you know, of course, that's that's a that's a good baseball rookie class. And well, no, I'm sorry, am I getting that confused? Was he 16? Uh, no, 15. Bryant was 15. That's right. I'm I'm all yeah. over the place there. So you you got a good rookie class there. Um, so you get you get into breaking. What was the final straw? That, I mean, did you watch breaks before you got into into breaking yourself, or what what pulled you into that aspect? Um, honestly, it was an accident. Okay. <laughs> um, I had a store for about a year and a half, and the store was like a, you know a hybrid store of all the different products that I sold. Okay. Um, and customer came in one day and was just like. You ever think of doing breaks? And I was like, breaks? What's a break? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, you should check it out. They're fun. You go online. You know, you you buy in a team. You know, there's a bunch of guys that do it on eBay. So uh, so I went on eBay and, you know, I found, you know, um, I was like, what the heck set am I going to pick? So there was a, a Bowman break. And at the time, uh, I'm thinking it's Tanaka that was hot. Okay. Uh, and it was a it was a player break, and Tanaka had no autographs, and uh, it was like I think I forget whether it was ten or twenty cases. It was a lot of cards. <laughs> um, that poor guy. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I know how it feels now. <laughs> um, so so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go after Tanaka because you know I'm at Jersey Shore. We're we're really more in Philly country where I live, but okay. um, there's still a lot of Yankee in. in and some Mets, more Mets haters, but I'm a Mets fan, so, you know, i got to stay true. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I bought in. I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I was a communication major, you know. I, I kind of know how to have a presence and, and what I would need to do. I was like, this, this looks like something fun. So it started out real small. Really, the only goal was so that, you know, I got four daughters, mm-hmm. uh, four, four beautiful daughters, and, and – you know, dance class is not cheap. So I'm like, all right. Um, you know, I was having issues with, at the time, I was still working a regular, you know, regular nine-to-nine job. Sure. Um, and, you know, it was just one of those things where I needed to make you know, a few extra bucks. So I started doing the breaks in, in my store. Okay. Um, usually, you know, it was kind of hit or miss. If we, four or five weeks, you know, in a month, uh, we, we get three of them where we'd have something going, you know, mostly it was like the neighborhood kids, but I think it taught me by dealing with kids first rather than, um, you know, people, you know, online that were, that were total strangers. Uh, one, you know, I learned to keep a family friendly right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's important to me. I, you know, if this is a hobby where if the kids aren't involved in it, then who's going to be the one that, that buys our cards when we're old men? Exactly. So, um, you know, we just kind of, I, I've always had that, you know, catering, my sense of humor, you know, I keep it keep it clean, Shrek clean maybe, I guess you could say. All right. Um, and uh, just, you know, 
have it so that it was something that was affordable. And nowadays, you know, when people are watching me on camera, um, you know, we make it an effort that if your nine-year-old kid is sitting with you watching, that they can enjoy it too. That's important. Like you said, Paul and I, we always talk about um, kids in the hobby, and it's a big thing around the hobby is getting kids more involved in the hobby. Having kid-friendly breaks is important um, because there's some – I'm not going to name names, but there's some guys out there that just completely go the opposite way, and it's if I w- I would be embarrassed for them if my if my child was in the room watching their breaks, and you know that you can't do that. So being kid friendly is important. And speaking of kid friendly, I'm, I'm searching through your pictures here on on Facebook. You see, do you do you do a lot of wrestling breaks? A lot of tops WWE breaks? Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I am very, I, I'm very eclectic. Okay. Um, because of my background, you know, with it, like I said, with you know, music and movies, we love to do like celebrity stuff. Sure. Uh, you know, we've done the celebrity photos, uh, the wrestling photos. We do, we do a lot of we do draft style breaks for wrestling. Okay. Uh- um, so they're generally hit drafts with you know opportunities to get also like the base inserts and parallels and stuff. Um, and, uh, we pulled, we pulled some pretty, uh, nifty stuff out out of the wrestling. Even just the other day, we were just doing personals for people Mm -hmm. and one box has Stephanie McMahon. And I mean, I think it's been over a decade since she's been on cardboard, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, we had a, a Becky Lynch kiss card, uh, signed one number to 10. So, you know, I am, I've always been big into wrestling, Mm -hmm. um, probably around the same, maybe even a little bit before I started collecting the cards. Um, and even for a little while, actually, actually trained for a bit. Okay. Nice. And I would never do that. Anything. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, that was when I was 20, and then I blew out my knee. So back then I had the knee of a 36-year-old, so I'd hate to see what it feels like now. <laughs> um, but the... Um, you know, the, the wrestling, we've done Walking Dead, we've done Game of Thrones, um, you know, in addition to, you know, like NASCAR, wrestling, you know, we, we try to cover a little bit of everything. Sure. Um, you know, it's nice if you could break um, boxes of Flawless every time and, you know, little work, easy money, but that doesn't make it fun for everybody else. So, these are the things that you know, we try to keep in mind is, all right, we got to mix high-end, mid-end, low-end stuff. You know, I do things called bargain breaks sometimes where it's like under 10 bucks a team or under 10 bucks a spot. Um, you know, we want to appeal to all collectors because, you know, the bottom line is um, my deal is, you know, everybody has fun. You know, you can't always get the best hit in the break. Of course. And, and everybody who breaks, you know, knows that. Or at least they should know that. Sometimes they don't act like they do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, as long as I try to make it a show that, you know, everybody can, you know, sit and watch around, you know, even if they're not in the break. I mean, I got people that are watching for like, you know, three or four hours of me doing this. Uh, you know, it's it's got to be some kind of, you know, variety, interaction, discussion, um and, and that's something that, you know, we, we try to make a focus. So we try to appeal to everybody. Uh, a lot of people who break with me, you know, would be like, oh, I haven't been into this in like 20 years. You know, I, I just got back into the hobby. 
Um, you know, even if you look at like my Facebook page and like when people actually, you know, will write something by the ratings, like that's the most common thing that people say is that, you know, they're, they're either new or coming back after a long time to the hobby. And, you know, it's important that, you know, breakers focus on, you know, that segment of, of the collecting world. Cause I mean, let's face it, this has become, breaking has become a big part of, what is driving this business, mm-hmm. um, you know, back on the upswing. Uh, not everybody, not everybody's a fan of it, but, um, it, you know, the numbers that, you know, the breakers put up and the, you know, the, the need for allocations now and all this stuff, you know, this is, this is the segment of the hobby that, that, that's a big contributor to that. One of the, the industry st- summit is coming up next week. And one of the the most important panels that's going to be happening is a breakers panel. We sat, I sat in on it last year, and I'm I'm looking forward to sitting in on it this year. But it it is driving the the, the hobby. It's driving the industry, and um, I I think it, it causes a little bit of dissension between older heads who who don't understand it or don't like it and don't want to be involved in it, and this younger generation of kid of of collectors that. That's what they know. I mean, going to it, going to an LCS, right or wrong, you and I might have great experiences doing that, but uh, there's just not too many of them around the country anymore. I mean, not the not the way there were when we were kids. So, um, having hearing a story about a kid going to an LCS is great, but I think you're more likely hearing you're going to hear a story about a kid being involved with a break, and um, it, it's just I think it's the way the industry is going. With that being said, I don't want to see the LCS go away. I love I love going to the brick and mortar and spending my time in there and, and, and sharing stories and all that stuff. But breaking is just where it's at right now. Yeah, well, I think the the breaking can bring back you know some of the LCSs. Um, I mean, when I had to decide to close my store, it was not because the store wasn't doing well necessarily. But it was because, um, you know, I had an issue with identity theft mm. at the time I was still needing to work and um, I had gotten let go from my job. Um, so it was, you know, it was like a decision where like I had I had to close the store because, you know, home came first. Of course. But with, all, but with doing this, you know, I in my house now, um, it takes up a lot of space. And the bigger that, you know, you know, the, the up and coming breakers become, if they don't have stores already, they're going to need to, cause they need, you know, they're going to need the, the room to operate. And, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to bring a revival like it's, you know, uh, 1986 again, but, um, you know, the way that the direction things are trending and you have higher value products out there. I mean, the old model, you could, you know, 55 cents a pack, you know, that, that won't cut it nowadays. Right. Um, you know, you hear a lot of, you know, people have their opinions about the price of things out there, but generally the price is, you know, relative to the quality of product that comes out. And, you know, without those higher end products, these, you know, the stores that are still out there today you know, wouldn't be able to survive. So, you know, it's kind of a... Uh, Nowadays, there's something for everybody. You know, the the kids have their opening day, their retail cards at a Target, uh, your base top set. You know, the the casual 
um, collector, you know, has the mid-end sets. And, uh, and you know, the high rollers, you know, the, the guys who, um, you know, are, are, are basically buying, you know, $1,500 lottery tickets when they buy a box of flawless. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got something for everybody there. Yeah, there there is a little something for everybody involved in the hobby now. Speaking of high rollers, I'm, again, I'm flipping through your pictures here on Facebook, and I see a picture of you with one Mr. Ball. <laughs> so that was at the Panini uh, party at the National last year, correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, um, that's that's a pretty funny picture, man, because his red shoes are just killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, last year was the first year that I went to the National as a breaker. Um, it was in New Jersey the year before. Correct. So yeah. it was a 45-minute drive for me, and, and I was still, uh, you know, working at the time. Um, not really happy with the way, you know, I, I, I was in finance. You know, the market went down. Um, for housing, I was doing mortgages and loans and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back to retail. So I was a retail manager for a while. And I don't know about the rest of the country, but in, in New Jersey, things closing a little left and right. And everyone's looking to get the next, you know, cheap guy in and you out. And I'm just like, you know, um, people always say, oh, the post office is a good job. You'll have a pension, this and that. So, I went to work for the post office, and uh, yeah, um, pit of misery does have a definition. <laughs> <laughs> dilly dilly. Um, so um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm going to the national and, and just trying to get some inspiration. Um, I you know I asked some questions to some of the bigger breakers out there. I mean, at that point, I was probably doing like two or three small breaks a month, and uh, you know it. it it wasn't like I instantly made a decision like I'm going to go head first into this and see what happens. But, um, you know, it, it gave me some pointers. It gave me some ideas. I worked out a schedule. I needed to upgrade equipment. Uh, I still need to upgrade equipment, but uh, it's a lot better than it looked back then. Sure. And, uh, and you know, I decided I was going to go to Chicago. Um, you know, it was one of those things where... Uh, you know, you come to to a crossroads. You know, you say a prayer, and you say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in this direction." And you know, um, I, I was it was one of the best decisions I made. It's been a blessing of how much it's taken off since then. I mean, when when I went to Chicago, I was actually surprised. Like, I don't I don't go by Mark. I go by Marcelo. Sure. But I'm just here, Mark. You know, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're talking to me. Like, like you know, I mean, there's only a few people, but you know, you go into a convention like that, and like people are recognizing you. I'm like, okay, well, I must be doing something right. And uh, you know, when you brought, when I was broadcasting from the national, it's a totally different backdrop than when I normally broadcasting from inside my house. So you know, I guess it kind of legitimizes you in people's eyes when they see something like that. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a, a steady climb up since then. So, um, well, you, you are doing something right. Uh, you have a 4.9 review rating on Facebook, which is damn near perfect. So you're doing enough that people are recognizing and noticing you. And, you know, for a breaker, that's really all you need. You know, people are pretty loyal to breakers. 
and then you have those guys that that flop around. So you you have a good segment that uh, really appreciates what you do. So that's, that's pretty cool, man. Congratulations to that. Thanks. Yeah, and you know the important things. You know, you you gotta grow it organically. I mean, so many people take shortcuts. Uh, you know, I mean, I've had it where people have kind of you know poached their way into into my group and started soliciting all my people, and it's like you know they have a right to spend their money where they're at. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to make a big scene about it, but I also know that the people who stick with me stick with me because, one, they know I do my job right, and two, um, you know, there there is a sense of loyalty, you know, especially since a lot of these guys, like I said, you know, this is their return to collecting or, or their first time really getting seriously into it. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of, you know, um, relationship that you know keeps people with you, and uh, you know, I mean, you know, you, you know, you use the word family sometimes. You know, when, when we're talking, you know, in the in the in the chat because that's where most everybody else can can talk through. But um, you know, it, it feels like a um, a family, a community. Um, you know, just it's. Um, it's a little more special that way than 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 when you try to take shortcuts in order to build, you know, your book. <laughs> of course, of course, uh, shortcuts lead nowhere. They're not they're not good for anybody in the hobby. So, all right, man, I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm up against it. I have 2017, 18 series two hockey calling my name that I gotta go finish pricing. So, uh, all right, can I um can I mention two events that we're doing real quick? Actually, yes, you can. I was gonna, I was gonna say, please plug your social media, plug anything that you want to plug. And let all of my listeners know how they can find you. Okay. So, um, Markdown Entertainment. Um, we have our own website at markdownentertainment.com. We also are on Facebook. That's primarily where we do, um, you know, most of our uh, postings and, and everything. Uh, we're, we're looking to diversify our platforms throughout the year. We started doing a little bit of uh, YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, I can also be found at certain events uh, on Saturday, February 24th. Uh, we're going to be at the Standalone Wrestling uh, event, uh, bending out there. So you just mentioned earlier about how you know we're big into wrestling. So we are going to bring figures and cards and things like that. Um, they got a, a good lineup with uh, Tennille Dashwood, who was known as Emma in WWE. She's going to be wrestling Brittany Blake. Uh, Joe Gacy versus Martin Stone, LAX versus The Rep. Uh, I'm also going to be at the White Plains uh, New York card show. We're actually uh, the, the featured breaker there. That's at the West Chester, Westchester County Center in White Plains, New York, March 9th through the 11th. Um, on Saturday and Sunday, uh, we're going to be doing free kid breaks. Awesome. So just like, you know, um, we were talking earlier about kids in the hobby. Um you know, we will have either two or three breaks, uh, still finalizing the details. They're expected to go around one o'clock on those days. And, uh, and kids will get, you know, a, a free spot and, and it should be, you know, something fun. We'll, we'll talk with the kids about the hobby and, and all that stuff on top of it. And they've got a ton of good guests, uh, coming to their show, including, I think, 15 members of the 1980 USA hockey team, That's Bobby right. Hull, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, Ricky Henderson and, and a whole bunch of others. So, 
Um, you know, we're, we're getting ourselves out there. Facebook is our main platform on social media. And uh, we're trying to build a Twitter, the YouTube, and all that. And, um, you know, hopefully you guys can come check us out. Any, anyone listening to the show mentions that, that they heard about me from here and they're a first-time breaker with us. Um, they'll get you know 10% off their first break. There you go, guys. 10% off. Just mention the Fat Packs. He'll hook you up with that. Um, he has our approval. Go check him out, man. We've, we've, run through, we've run through a lot of guys here on from the shop, and uh, we've run through a lot of breakers. Mark's one of my favorites. So you go, go check him out. Uh, tell him the Fat Packs since you get 10% off your, uh, if it's your first break. All right, man. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And until you are welcome back anytime, you want to come back, sir, okay? All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Kevin Shea from the Hockey Hall of Fame, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and joining us now on the phone for our final segment of From the Shop in the month of February is did we a new, say the best for last? I think we did because it's a new one, and I'm I'm really excited when we uh, when we have new shops on the show. Uh, the last time we did this actually was Eric Burks and and. Uh, Illinois. Illinois, yeah. That's right. But yep. now we're going a little bit further north. We're in the great state of Michigan or Michigan, depends on who you are in the office. That's true. Uh, we got Aaron and Brian from the vault. What's going on, guys? How you doing? How you doing? We're doing real well. We're doing real well. Paul, you're excited. You've, you've been down the alley. You've worked in a shop before. I have. You know the anticipation that these guys are feeling. Now, you guys are up and running, but are, when's your grand opening? Uh, the, the grand opening is this Saturday. We, we've been open for a few days long. It's kind of getting set up, but our grand opening is the 24th uh, this Saturday. Very nice. Very nice. Any uh, Anything special going on? You got balloons, cake, something fun? Uh, we haven't mailed out all the, the details. We're going to do a couple giveaways. And, uh, you know, just kind of – I've had a lot of people coming in waiting for that that day. Sure. So, um, but we're going to – we'll have uh, some gift certificates in the store and uh, – we're going to get something that's pretty cool away, too. Awesome. Yep, we got a huge break going on, too, so that'll be fun. Yep. Great. Oh, very nice. So, you, awesome. so you're going to break in your store? Yeah, yeah. so we're going to break a case of 16 and 17 flawless first off the line. Oh, wow. We're going to do it live in the store. Perfect. Very nice. I need. You know what? Yeah, so it's going to be a blast. We have some stuff going on this weekend, Paul, but... We should, I, we, we should go to Michigan. We should get up to Michigan <laughs> and be a part of this break. <laughs> it's just the industry summit. It's not important, you know. No, we, no, I mean, just the industry summit. As long as we're no back big, on yeah. Monday, we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's great Come stuff. On, guys. Priorities. Priorities, right? Yeah, we can make a flawless exit. <laughs> oh, look at you, Paul. Look at you. All right, uh, let's let's hear from both of you guys here. What what prompted you to open a brick and mortar store? What was that? What prompted you to open a brick and mortar store? Uh, probably insanity. Insanity. No, um, <laughs> Good answer. Uh, <laughs> just a you know a passion for this hobby, really. I mean, it, it's been a dream of mine, and I, and I think I speak for Brian too since since we were kids to to open a card shop and um, you know something that we did as kids going to the card shop and you kind of grew up in that that area and we wanted we wanted to open up a shop and uh, but you know open one in the modern times with all the best technology and do all the cutting-edge things that are going on in the hobby. Uh, just, you know, personally myself, I, I love this hobby. I love everything about it. You know, why not go to work every day uh, doing what you love? We, it's not really work then, right? 
Right, exactly. It doesn't. It's not worth that. You just, you know, you're waking up every day excited to, to go, uh, you know, messing around with ball cards. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing better, yeah. but that's like the I, American dream. Right. What was that, Brian? I think we got to give our wives some credit here too, because without them, we probably couldn't have done this. So, yeah, exactly. uh, been able to put our dream together, Aaron and I, and uh, and being able to take a chance to do this. Um, we got to thank our wives. So, Sarah, and Jenna, will probably never listen to this, and you think it's funny that we that we like to play with cards all day, but thank you. That's a smart yeah, man right there, <laughs> Paul. Been 100 supportive. Paul turned me on to a breaker that his wife up and left him last week because she just got tired of seeing all the baseball cards. Let's hope that that doesn't happen here. Let's hope that this is a beautiful venture and your wives are fully supportive of you guys doing this because I would hate to hear that you came on the fat packs, you opened a new shop and then your wife left you. That would be horrible. My wife opens up cards with me. Man, where'd you find her? Yeah, we got where, you? She got sisters? I lucked out. I definitely lucked out. <laughs> my, my wife may leave, so if you could put me in touch with that guy, <laughs> we'll start a support group. <laughs> so how how long have you guys been in the hobby, Brian? Why don't you start off? How long have you been involved in the hobby and collecting? So um, I'm 34, and I probably started collecting when I was about eight or nine with my father, and we used to go uh, hang out in the shops and you know open the packs, and I would I would drool on the case and get my fingerprints all over things, and I'm sure the card shop owners love me. <laughs> and uh, so collected for a long, long time, straight through about the early 2000s. Went away to college and uh, kind of took a little hiatus at that point. Got back into it probably about probably about eight or nine years ago, strong, and then got really strong back into it about uh, about two a year and a half to two years ago. Okay, uh, um, Brian, let me stop you right there. Just take it off. There's a, there's a running joke on this show. It's not even a joke, really. It's a theme, and it's a truth. When people say they took a hiatus, nine times out of ten, it's because of, because of a girl. Now, was she Brian, cute? was she cute? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, mean, I may be out of the norm here. Um, mine was to go to school and drink as much beer as I possibly could. Oh, my week, God. And I just... <laughs> I just couldn't find the uh, I couldn't find the money to be able to spend on sports cards when I was trying to drink that much beer as well. So, <laughs> well, there you go. We got a new answer for yeah, that question. That's answer. awesome. <laughs> All right, Aaron, your turn. How long have you been involved in the hobby, buddy? Uh, real similar, Brian. I'm 35. I've been collecting for 25 years. Um, you know, a ton as a kid, as much as I financially could, and uh, I, I took a, a brief hiatus. Mine was uh, not for a girl. Just you know, more focused on my career and um, kind of took a sidestep. But I've been back heavily into it for probably the last nine, ten years. Um, and it just seems like every year uh, the, the addiction gets worse. Mm. So it just kind of gets more and more into it, um, you know, as the collection grows and as the products get cooler and different things come along. It just seems like you, uh, there's, no, there's no backing off at this point. So Right. You know, we hear that the addiction gets stronger. Why is there not like a, a, a BCA, a Baseball Cards Anonymous program or something for us guys? Because I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're, there needs to be a 12 steps. <laughs> we can yeah, get through this together. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Most dealers need to take 12 I, I think, steps. Uh, I think more importantly, we should, get, we should get some agents to help people manage their money. I don't think we need the 12 steps. I think we need the agents. 
That's you know, true. You need somebody yeah. to tap you on your what? shoulder and say, "Stop opening that product." Yeah. <laughs> like prism. Like, oh. yeah, like, like <laughs> Where are we diversifying this week? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there, you know, ESPN 30 for 30 did that show, Broke, uh, all about athletes who went broke. That could be a card shop story or a card collector story through and through. Just guys from Facebook and, yeah. and Beckett sitting up there <laughs> talking about all the cards <laughs> they opened and, and never never amounted to anything. How's your 1989 John Smoltz doing? <laughs> not well. Oh, yeah, not well, exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys do. Do you guys PC anything that like? Maybe what? What say? Let's say your shop's going strong in a week or two, and somebody pulls something that you want to buy because you PC that guy. Who would that be? I'll let you go, go ahead, Aaron. Okay. Huh? I, I I PC Grant Hill Pistons only, um, and I also just started uh, a side collection of Andre's Gunman. And then uh, Blake Griffin, as soon as he starts showing up in uh, Pistons uniforms on cards. But Grant Hill, I am in deep um, beyond imagination. So, not, not that ugly turquoise uh, Pistons jersey, right? Like the good well, one. I love all that stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Don't hate on, don't, don't hate on the header. Come on. <laughs> I, I love that jersey. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Who do you PC, buddy? Uh, so for myself, um, in baseball, I love Xander Bogarts and pretty much anything Red Sox. In basketball, I love the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown, Bill Russell I'm big time on, a little bit of Larry Bird, some Jason Tatum, and then I uh, have a special place in my heart for Miles Turner as well. I don't know how that, that love came along, maybe watching him at Texas when he was playing in college. But, um, but yeah, those are probably my biggest ones. Football, some Jerry Rice, a little bit of Barry Sanders. Um, well, it, yeah. at least you didn't give us that 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 mayonnaise answer. Hall of Famers and <laughs> yeah, I collect Hall of Fame autographs from all sports. Exactly, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of all over the place there, but it, it sounds like you know what you like. So that's that's an important thing. So what what's what's been working for you guys so far? You've been open in a few days. What what's been hot on your shelves? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the end of the question. What's been hot on your shelves? What what products been moving for you? Um. A lot of basketball has been moving a lot. It's, it's crazy because, you know, baseball still to this day seems like baseball is king when it comes to cards, but it really seems like basketball is really gaining a lot of traction and um, guys are, are starting to kind of, you know, instead of just collecting baseball, they're jumping into basketball. And I, I personally one of them when I started collecting for the first 20 years, I was basically baseball only. And then I kind of split it up a little bit, and now I, I mainly only collect basketball um, and a little bit of baseball. So basketball's been real popular um, for us um, here, and and obviously we we, we do basketball breaks, so we uh, obviously are super knowledgeable on all that product, and we we know everything about it, and we, we sell a lot of it. So that basketball just seems to be really been been catching up. So to baseball. Paul, you were just saying that. You were saying that basketball is really just taking over. It really can, has, can you, man. Can you voice your opinion on that? Yeah, it really has. I mean, this, um, you know, the whole, there's like debate now between the Panini Prism, uh, the Prism cards that come out, as yeah. opposed to like the Tops Refractors. Sure. And like, it's almost like, you know, before it was Refractors were king, and now they're like neck and neck, and mm -hmm. maybe even swaying one, you know, towards the uh, the Prism side of things. And uh, with basketball, man, right now, you're experiencing a huge 
huge rookie class. Sure. So many strong guys. You know, you got Ben Simmons also playing for the first time now this year. And then with the Tatums and the Balls and Kuzmas and Marketins and Mitchells and DSJ, and you could go on for four or five more people. That's sure. just a lot of talent that's yep. come out. And, uh, and, it, and it reflects card-wise that you get a lot more chances to get big hits out of products now. So sure. it's working. That's right. Well, in basketball, too, though, is, is global. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, baseball is, you know, a little, is, is somewhat global. But basketball, I mean, and Brian can attest to this, the amount of guys, you know, in our in our group, you know, the most are from the U.S., but the second biggest countries that buy from us are Indonesia, Australia, um, you know, the Philippines, you know, uh, Hong Kong. These, these places, they're just insanely crazy and love basketball, like, just as much as we do, and it's, where you don't really see that with with football. You get a little bit of that with baseball, but basketball just seems to be very global, and it gets, keeps getting bigger and bigger globally. For sure. I mean, Mike Trout is not a global figure. Right. You know what I mean? But there's no. dozens and dozens of basketball players that really are. Sure. So, I mean, that's, Mike, Trout's, yeah. Mike Trout's the best guy in baseball. So right. it's uh, it's definitely interesting to see how that's come how come about and just over the last few few years. You know, it hasn't always been that way. So definitely, definitely, uh, the the influence of the basket of of the NBA in China is really, really seen now. Asian uh, yeah, the Asian market is strong out there. So uh, that that's that's an interesting uh, take on on how basketball has really kind of pushed football out. Kind of, you know, just not that not I mean, the NFL is always going to be king, right. but price wise and secondary market wise, basketball is kind of taken over. And that's uh that's interesting. You could you couldn't have said that you know two or three seasons ago. No, not at all. All right, guys. Uh, I'm looking through your Facebook page, uh, and I see I see one of these pictures, and I gotta know you guys are in a business park, and there's something called Willie's Rear right next to you. Yeah. Where the elite <laughs> meet to eat. Tell me what really yep. w- Willie's Rear is because this it sounds a little off putting. <laughs> It's 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 a greasy spoon, you know, style restaurant. They serve breakfast and lunch there. Uh, they're open till like like two o'clock during the week, but they're they're really busy. I mean, in the morning time, you can't even really park here uh, because of how many people come there to eat. Oh wow! Just kind of one of those, you know, greasy spoon style diners that you can go get a, a nice breakfast or you know a, a lunch. They're not super expensive, and um, you know they they seem to be super popular. So. Their name is, is interesting. Yes. They, they're, they're definitely doing well, man. They, they're they busy every day, every morning when I come to open the shop. They're, they're, they're packed up. It's, uh, it's Paul, it's... It's something I think that you and I would probably go check out if we were there. Say, way, to, way to work food into every segment <laughs> exactly. that we do, for sure. Exactly. All right, guys. Yeah. Let's get back to the shop. Um, what for? How many shops are in your area, or how many shops were, were in your area before you guys opened up? So there's one other shop in our area um, that's been here for a long time. Um, you know, they're kind of on the, the way, end of their, you know, passion and, and things with what's currently just in the beginning of it. Um, and that's it. I mean, really, in Northern Michigan, we are, there's that shop, and then you can go all the way up to the UP, um, and there's, there's not really any other shops um, around. So... There's just us in one other place. So the market's yours, really, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> because yeah, it sounds it, like these guys are going out. Awesome. Now, uh, what about, like, in-shop appearances and signings or anything like that? You guys have plans for anything like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, signings and stuff? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, one cool thing about Traverse City is, is it's the Red Wings training campus here. Oh, nice. So, and Gordy Howell lived here. I mean, obviously he's passed, but he has a, he had a huge presence here. They had an arena. He had a restaurant here. And the Red Wings come here every year for training and different things go here. So at, at some point, I'm sure we're going to finagle a way to get a Red Wing or two in here to do a signing. Um, I mean, they're, they're here already, so... Uh, I don't think it would be super hard to get done. Hockey is huge in Detroit and well, Michigan. Uh, obviously, Mi- Michigan's got an awesome hockey team uh, there. Well, I guess Michigan State does too. And then you got the Red Wings, and then you got all those other smaller, uh, you know, just hockey everywhere. So, I mean, are you guys mo- are you pl- guys planning on stocking a lot of hockey on your shelves? Absolutely. It's it's hockey super. I mean, it's it's super cold up here. It's winter. Everybody loves hockey here, and uh, you know we we're going to cater to what our you know our, our customer base wants, and we'll stock whatever whatever they're after. You know, and if they want hockey, we'll carry a bunch of hockey. You know, I mean that's you got to be able to adapt. You can't be so closed minded and say, well, I'm only going to carry this stuff. If your customers want it, you can get it for them. That's it. Absolutely, man, and you got to you got to be able to do that, man, for sure. You got to have the got to have what they want because it, you know, at the end of the day, whether you like it or you don't like it, it's all about what they like and what they're going to buy. So, you're absolutely right. Yeah, exactly. So, whether it's your cup of tea or not, you know, you got to have exactly. the hockey. All right, I got to I got to ask you this question. You're going to get that phone call. Somebody's going to call and say, "Hey, I have I have this stuff, or I have you know." all these 90s cards I want to sell or I have this memorabilia that I want to sell and you know it's not going to be good. How are you going to, how are you going to voice that, uh, tell them gently that you don't want their, their junk? It's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I've okay. been here for three days, I think, four days, this is our fourth day, and it, it's happened three times already. Oh, wow. So, um, I, I have a guy that wants me to come to his house and because he has so much that he can't bring in here, and I, I asked him to take some pictures of it and, and come into the shop, and he did. And, you know, it's 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 a general letdown um, because some people that haven't been in, into the, the card game and, and into it, they don't know that that era is considered the junk era. Sure. They, they think that those cards are on the same level as, you know, if you're holding on to the cards from the 50s and 60s. So... <laughs> I'm sure every person that's on this interview, all of us have been there. Sure. And we all have had those cards, and we all were told at one point in time that, hey, man, you can't give these cards away. And it's just explain to them what happened in the market, you know, why it is that way. And most people, if you do it that way, um, they don't get offended. It's all in your delivery. It's, you know, sure. If someone comes in and you say, oh, that's nothing but a bunch of junk, Yeah, that that helps a lot when you let them down easy. Like it never works for the next girlfriend, but it. it I mean, with, with card collectors, it might work. <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, let me ask you something. What's what's the number one reason that uh, that uh, customers should come see you uh, up there in that area? Ooh, so we should, we should probably level set on this first. So Aaron and I live 
probably about 1,500 miles apart. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did not yeah. know that. Okay. So I'm actually, um, I'm out in Massachusetts. Okay. And um, Aaron is obviously in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Aaron is going to be running the shop. I do all the breaking, basically. Ah, okay. Now we got Now we got it. Yep. Now we're, okay, so why should why should people come check you out at the is it the vault breaking? Is that what it is? Um, yeah, well, I mean, so we have a Facebook page. So our uh, our breaking site is uh, is Big Breaks, and okay. so the vault and Big Breaks have kind of partnered together. So okay, I got you. Will be our exclusive our exclusive breaking. Now um, this is all coming together. It makes sense now. I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, so I'm actually flying out for the grand opening. Okay. So it's going to be a little hard for me to answer that question, but I think, I mean, I think the greasy spoon place right next door is a good reason to come visit us. Yeah, let's let's you go. Have a chicken parm grinder. Get your hands all messed up. And that's why we're coming. Of, uh, of NT. I mean, I think that's. That's um, awesome. But no, I mean, we're super knowledgeable. Um, we both, you know, we both love the hobby. Like we're in it because we're passionate about it. It's not a money thing for us. Sure. Um, you know, going back to what I said earlier, like our wives have allowed us to to be able to do this and, and are supporting us, like. So it's for us. It's all passion. It's all passion, and those are the kind, those are the type of people I like to deal with in business. So hopefully, when people come in, they feel that and and they feel the same way. There you go. All right. So, what about you, Aaron? Why should you guys come check you out? Uh, you know, the, the, the difference uh, I think between us and, and the other Saxon counties. Uh, you know, we we like kind of with Branson, we're we're super passionate about this. We're going to carry. With all the stuff that people want, we're going to have the best technology. Um, we're going to have, you know, breaking, which is becoming, you know, it's, it's huge in the hobby now. And, and, you know, a lot of guys don't know what it is or don't understand it. And we've, we've already had guys that are local here come in, buy their spots, pay here in the shop, and then watch the break, you know, right, right, live in, uh, on Facebook. And I think having that technology, offering all the services that, customers want, you know, group grading and uh, consignment and all the things that, you know, a lot of people don't want to sell their stuff on eBay or they're afraid or they don't know how and we're going to do all that for them. We kind of want to be the one-stop shop for everything that is sports cards. And we're, like I said earlier, we're just in the beginning of making this happen and excited about it where, you know, our, our competition really doesn't have that passion anymore. They've been doing it forever and they're kind of just winding down. They're not looking to change. They're not looking to adapt. They're not looking to do any of the new things that we need to do. And we're the, we're the new guys on the block, and we're bringing, you know, the best of the best to what we can to this hobby. Awesome. That, that's good enough for me, right? That works for me, man. I'm sold. I just man. wish we were closer to Michigan. You know, we don't really – we have car shops here in our area, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but they're all spread out. They are, and they're nowhere near where you and I live. No, <laughs> so, not at all. No. To be to be real close to a, a car shop would be great, but uh, his sound, your guys' uh, shop sounds amazing, and I hope to be able to get up there uh, at some point. Michigan's not a not a hard sell, I don't think. Maybe I can. Maybe we can talk them into it. Maybe? Possibly. Maybe Possibly. so. There we go. All right, guys. Before we let you out of yeah, here, uh, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I was going to say, make sure it's the summertime because it, it's it's cold. Beautiful here in the summer, so. Wintertime, you might want to skip, but the summertime is the time to come for sure. All right, that works for us. We'll do. All right, guys, before we get out of here, uh, give our listeners your contact information, your social media, where they can get a hold of you uh, and break with you and and maybe uh, check out your store. 
Yeah, so we can, uh, you know, if they're looking to do uh, any kind of breaks, they can find us at, uh, you know, Big Breaks Basketball, Big Breaks Baseball, uh, Big Breaks Sports Cards, and then um, we're also at thevaultcards.com. And uh, I can give our, our, our store number, too, which is 231-252-4558. Um, and, you know, we're available most of the time, so... Um, all those, all those avenues we can be contacted at and we get back to people as soon as immediately. So that's good stuff, man. Um, I want to give you guys a shout out for having two of the dopest logos I've ever seen created that those, those are pretty cool. I like those a lot. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations on that. It, it, you, you won me over on the logo alone in your two cards that you guys had made up. So uh, I dig that. I'm a fan. All right, guys, if you heard them, go check them out. Uh, check them out on Facebook. Go to thevault.com and check it out there. A lot of fun. Always love when new shops come around. I, we Both Paul and I wish you all the best. Absolutely. We hope this really works out for you. And uh, we hope to see you. Uh, you guys going to come to the National in Cleveland? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. There's its date. Our door is open. Please come and visit us uh, at the National. We would love to meet you. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. And if you have, if you don't have any fi- uh, final shots, uh, we'll say we'll bid you adieu. Thank you so much. Opportunity. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye. This is Doug from MojoBreak.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Shoo came up. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. I uh, want to give a shout-out again to our wonderful and fabulous sponsors, the Collectible Card Club, for uh, hooking that up. You guys, if that's, a, that's a good, fun way to get your kids back involved uh, into the hobby. You get yourself back involved in the hobby. It's a cheap, I don't want to say cheap, but it's an inexpensive way yep. to, to have some fun each month uh, with, with cards delivered right to your, uh, right to your door. And I also want to give a shout-out to Monster Breaks for freaking doing it right. God dang it. Monster Breaks, you guys you guys just do it right. You do everything you do right, and it's fun. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are a part of the show uh, with us. Now, that, of course, was The Vault, and it was Markdown Entertainment. Both great interviews in their own right. Both starting something new. Yep. Uh, and, man, what, love a new hobby shop. Go get out to your, your LCS. Love it. And uh, Breakers. Markdown, he, he, if you listen to his story, you know he's, he started with just a little bit of everything, and now it's, it's kind of morphed into cards, and uh, hopefully we'll see him uh, next year at the Industry Summit. All right, man. Forgot one thing. What did we forget? Caw-caw! Oh, yes. Yeah, I didn't forget. I was getting to it. <laughs> okay, it's okay. All, <laughs> it, again, all those conversations were brought to you by uh, Sparty Hawk Hotline. What's up, Marley? Can't wait to see you this weekend. It's going to be fun. He's in the house. Maybe in he can house. help us with the caca. Maybe we can get him to do his own drop. There we go. And then we don't have to worry about uh, doing the caca. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Done. There you go. It's, it's a- done. Man, uh, what do you want to do first? Industry Summit or Fat Packs Polls? Dude, let's do, let's do Fat Pack Polls. Okay, cool. Had some fun with them. Uh, the Industry Summit, we're just going to give you a rundown of what's happening so you can guys, uh, so you guys can know what you're missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's scoot down here to the fat packs polls and get started. Picked up where we left off last last week, and I gotta make sure I find the right one. Bam, bam. They're not gonna bam. be missing anything, man, because we're gonna be doing updates, but every day, just about. Yeah, just about every. So. Yeah. Gotta scroll, gotta scroll, gotta scroll. Man, you scrolling, man. Is that a good thing? Yep, it's good. All right. Keep on scrolling. (sighs) 
Do it up, man. Pull me away. Fat Packs Poll. Do you regularly buy cards from Facebook groups or a page? Uh, yes. If yes, which groups do you buy from? No one mentioned the groups that they bought from. 88% said no. Oh. No, we do not. 115 votes. 88% said no. 12 said yes. That means everybody that listens to or participates with this show on Twitter doesn't use Facebook or they're flat out lying. Yeah, either one. Um yeah, I guess we should have eBay. It's like a ringing endorsement for eBay after that poll. Um, try it, guys. Really, if, if, it's, if it's a thing where you just don't know or, or whatever, try it, man. I mean, it's a whole new world out there. And honestly, you can find so much so much more stuff. I, I believe that. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah. uh, eBay's and Amazon's have their huge selections, but there's some cool stuff out there on Facebook that you can get a part of, be a part of and find. The overwhelming reaction was that people were afraid that they were going to get scammed. I and, get that. I get it too. But if you're doing it on Facebook, if you're doing it on Twitter, I mean, the same thing can happen on. There are protections put in place for eBay as well. But so many of those always side with the other with the way that you don't want it to go. So right. Right. So that's a, a little weird. A but, little bit. Um, I mean, I understand it. it I, I guess I'm not shocked, but. 88% is a big number. Just that, that's a for big the 88%, number. just use goods. Yeah, just use goods. Don't pay fence and family. It gives you a little bit of protection. Yes, it does. It really does. All right. Next Fat Packs poll. Congratulations to our winners, too, for the uh, status boxes. Those will be out soon, and the T-shirts will be out soon. Again, guys, we've just been really super swamped with, the, with this uh, thing called the Summit. So Industry. Industry Summit. But those summit. are going out to you soon. All right, next Fat Packs poll. This is a good one. This right. how this by far had the most votes we have ever done for a fat packs poll. Wow! And it was split almost dead down the middle. Is it about food? No. Darn. Okay. As a fat pack, as a collector, <laughs> as a fat pack, <laughs> as a collector, do you put any real value on printing plates, or are they just novelties at this point? Huh. Three hundred and twenty-three votes. Wow. 51% say, I think they have value. 49% say they are just a novelty. Really? That was a close poll. That is very, <laughs> very close. Um, That's like Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton on the election night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, novelty or collector yeah. item? Or uh, <clears throat> a value? I think they have value, man. Yeah? I mean, yeah, I think they're a... Can you say they're a novelty that has value? I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. Like, they're kind of a unique thing. You know, you think about, you know, um, the card process, which a lot of people probably don't even in their head even can fathom how mm-hmm. it's all printed, you know. Um, but to be able to get that, that printed, you know, 50 cards or 100 cards off that plate, I think that's pretty cool, man. And I think there's there's definitely some value if you can if you can get all four of them. People try to get all four of them mm-hmm. uh, for the four color scheme. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of interaction on this. There's 20 different comments. I'm not going to go through them all, but just a lot of back and forth. I think it's a tough question. I, I think that if you get a printing plate with an autograph and a patch in it, right? Okay, there's value there. But if you get just your your you know your base Matt Ryan printing plate, yeah, it might not be. Yeah, I, I can see. When, but from a collector though, I mean, yeah, most a, collectors for, though they all they want everything. Yeah, and for a player collector, it definitely has value. Right. Definitely. But when you can when you can get one in every box of plate and patches. Or you know, not not every not that everybody can go out and buy national treasures or flawless, but when right. you can get one and just about one in every box of those, right? You know, should there be value there? I think so, but is there? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think there is. I mean, the fact that there's you know people call them one of ones, mm-hmm. and they are because it's one of one magenta, one sure. of one black, one sure. of one yellow. But um, 
you know, so there's really four of them. Right. So, you know, you could get the argument of they should be one of four, one of two, you know, one of, you know, two of four, three mm-hmm. of four, four of four. But every year they change, you know, every year the photo's different. So, I mean, sure. it, it just becomes collectible again. So, I don't know, I man, I think there's value in that. I, I think there but is. But whether they're autographed, patched, yeah. or just plain. The, 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 I think I think it's really up to the collector. It was an interesting question, I thought, and uh, 323 votes, it was split down the middle, almost dead down the middle. Dead so. down the middle. And I, I think also the, the appeal is, you know, it's not, you can't grade, they're hard to grade. Yeah, you can't grade them really. They're hard to grade, the surfaces are beat up, whatever, mm-hmm. but I think that's part of the, you know, the, just cool. You know, it's like getting a game-used sure. jersey, right? You got a little blood on it, a little, little grass stain. You know, this has got a little nick or a little ink stand or something mm-hmm. on the pl- plate because it was used, man. It was something that was used to create these great cards. So. I always question when I see, when I go back to the grading room and there's a stack of printing plates somebody's submitted for grading. I'm like, really? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of it is we're finding more and more people just get everything slabbed because mm-hmm. they want it protected. They want to know what it is. They want to be able to remember what it is because we write up on the top, hey, mm-hmm. this is a, you know, night, whatever, blah, 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 sure. blah, blah. So um, I think that's becoming part of a, uh, a trend too that okay. we see. I got you. I, I follow it. All right, uh, next Fat Packs poll. Fat Packs poll. This was a question that I didn't put a no on. Okay. Because we were dating. I was clearly dating dating us here. Okay. And you might not recognize the name off top, but once I tell you who he is, you'll you'll immediately know. Okay. We may be dating ourselves, but we want to know if you ever bought cards from the Sports Collectible Show and Don West Deals. If so, please share the details. <laughs> so fi- this only got 59 votes. I, d- I didn't think that it would be a huge vote getter, right, but right. I just had to know. Uh, 75% says, I don't know what that is. Okay. All right. And then 25% says, yes, how could I not? <laughs> Don West was the greatest salesman of our lifetime, right? <laughs> Pitch guy anyways. He was so awesome. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I I can say I never did buy anything off any of those those uh, <laughs> those situations, um, but yeah, they were interesting to watch. You know, this the excitement that came with every pitch, whether it was a a box of of ninety two Fleer or or an autograph Michael Jordan. You know what I remember most are what? the Michael Jordan Italian rookies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, but he could make anything sound good. This 1989 Donner's yeah. box was the best thing since sliced bread, and now we all know he was very excited about the junk error yeah. and, and trying to move yeah. product. And uh, I'm sure he's sold a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's got 14,000 followers or something on on Twitter. He's still around. He actually replied to this, and I, I said, hey, will you please come do our show because uh, we got to talk to you. Uh, Ted. Ted worked with him. Oh, okay. So it w- it was interesting, man. Uh, I hope Don does decide to come on the show because there there are some great things that we need to talk about. Yes, it'd be yes, a lot indeed. of fun. That would be okay. Uh, next fat packs poll question. Well, clearly we have seventy five percent of the people that that we got we got to inform these people. Yeah, who we got to know who he was. So, yeah, it's the greatest damn pitch man you'll ever hear. <laughs> um, and the last fat packs poll question <clears throat> of the week. Excuse me. Uh, yesterday was National Chili Day. That it was. It was also National Margarita Day. I did not partake in either one of those things. I, I did the chili, actually. Did you? Yeah, because okay. everybody ate pizza at my house, and I can't ah. eat pizza. So mm. I was going through the freezer, and uh, yeah, 
Warmed up some chili. All right, fast pa- Fat Packs poll. Not collecting related at all, but today is National Chili Day, and we want to know if you like beans in your chili. <laughs> yes. See, as a as a native Texan, we will tell you no. We yes, you will tell me we no. We don't want... But I'm not from this, this, yeah, this so, neck of the woods. But uh, 128 votes, 69% say yes. They Yay beans. Yay beans. Yay beans. Yay uh, 69%. 31%. No, no, no. That's Albert's favorite number. Uh, <clears throat> it is, 31. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, no, you got you got to have beans, man. I'm not a beans guy, but you know what? I will take beans over olives. I know people who put olives in chili. That's that's a, that's a novel idea. No, that's disgusting. And I hey, I know I we're going to lunch now. We're going somewhere. I can do that. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No, yes. No. Yes. Jason's deli. I'm gonna get a big bowl of chili and go to the salad bar and just load her up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Last thing I want to mention here is. I, we teased it. It got it got done. You and I are heading to spring training in just a few weeks. We are. It's going to be here before we know it. Yes, it will. I'm looking forward to it. If you're in the Scottsdale area, we will be hanging out at AZ Sports Cards. Um, we don't know the exact date yet. We're going to be in town the 18th through the 21st. It's going to be one of those days. Just gotta, we're, we're still trying to coordinate the best time to make that happen. All right. But uh, live show from the shop. Um Giveaways, all kinds of stuff going on. So, uh, as the details get ironed out, we will let you know for sure. But if you're in the Scottsdale area, Arizona area, or if you're going to be there for spring ta- training, come hang out with us. Come say hello. Or spring tanning, which is what I think you were going to say. Yeah, spring tanning too. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm looking forward to it, man. Hopefully, we'll uh, might bump into a few people. Yeah, you never might, know. Might do that. Uh, so, looking forward to that. Guys, come hang out with us. Have some fun. All right, let's get into this industry summit preview, and then let's go uh, have an early lunch. <laughs> All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> Start talking about chili and olives. I'm ready to go. Chili, olives, it's all here. Let's go. Oh, wait, before we do oh, that, oh, I want to oh, oh. back it up. Back it up. Do you want to mention that our Walking Dead giveaway is going on right now? You have time to register for it, or just get entered into it. It's real simple. It's just a retweet. Is it zombies uh, only? Zombies only. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, it's a simple retweet. Nothing hard. Fat packs dead. Hashtag fat packs dead. <laughs> and we have set. There are going to be seven winners uh, selected on Monday morning from the industry summit. Actually, so uh, make sure you go, go get into that. We got four one ones. We got three printing plates, a sketch card, and we have three autographs. Boom. So that's going on now. And go get your freaking fat packs dead on. Get it on. All right, industry summit preview. All right. Paul, I emailed you the list. You did. You did. How, what, do you, what do you think about the design on that? Yours truly did that. You did that? I did that. No. I did. No, it looks too good for you to have done I it. know. <laughs> I'm just messing, man. No, it looks great, man. I love I mean, you know, I don't particularly like a ton of things about Dallas, but the skyline's also very cool. Ah, I do I like that. So I see it every morning as I drive in, and it's so dark outside. It's still lit up from the night before. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, so no, that is, that is good, man. I like it. I'm digging it. Awesome. All right, let's look at that schedule. Do it. There's not much going on on Sunday because it's just the registration and the welcome thing. Right, right. But there's a trade night at Triple Cards later that evening. There is in Plano. That I'm thinking some people might show up to. Yep. Which will be fun to sit down with industry insiders trading cards at a car, at a hobby shop. Yeah, man, that's something you just don't you don't hear much about trading anymore, right? You know, um, but yeah, yeah, it still exists, and uh, 
I know they're super excited about having some people come out there and mm-hmm. check out their shop and uh, get their trade on and uh, just have a good time. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. Um, what do you think about Monday then? You look at Monday, it's it's kind of chock full of like the social media thing I want to go to. Yeah, man. Well, what I like about Monday is I'm looking through here and I see three meals scheduled. So I'm happy yeah. about that. I'm very happy about that. Just to just to, to be silly for a moment. Uh, no, man. Yeah, definitely. The social media stuff is 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 key, man. That's where yeah. the, that's what where the whole world is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so that looks cool. Um, there's some cool people that are going to be there talking about it. Um, you know, some people from Texas Motor Speedways are going to be there, and uh, Hackler from Panini's Hackler from Panini's going to be there. Mike Fruitman's going to be there. Yeah, talking. so. It's going to be very cool to uh, to get uh, just like last year, man. To get every to see different perspective <laughs> and to hear different opinions on how things work, and and uh, I learned so much last year. Sure, and we didn't even go to a whole lot. You know what I right. mean? Just just soaking it all in from from the different people that are going to be there. So, um, you know, it's an industry summit for a reason. These are industry leaders. They right. obviously have gotten to the point to, to the to the top of what they're do. And uh, yeah, man, I want to soak it all in. I want to back up to just before that, the keynote address by Jim Beckett. Um, this is a guy, you guys, I don't know what, you, you hear Beckett and you think, oh, Jim Beckett should be there. That's not the case. Yeah. Jim Beckett is a very, he's a private man very. and he's just not, he doesn't come, to, he kind of comes and goes as he wants. And to have him sitting here, or not sitting here, but to have him do this keynote address is really important, I think, for the hobby on a whole because there's a lot of hobby history here in Dallas and he's going to be going over that. And that's that's going to be a good good little talk that uh, we may or may not record. Don't tell anybody that we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it because I really, you know, I've only heard, I've only met him like once or twice. Sure. You know, obviously, we we started working here after his his error here, and uh, I love the man. And he gave a 10 minute little spiel here one time, and I just I can't wait, man, to soak in an hour in. Sure, you know, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, growing the youth audience also. Uh, two to two thirty on Monday. That's gonna be a fun one. And then the Panini meet and greet um, with the football guys talking because football's driving the hobby for the most part recently. Now we talked about earlier how basketball is kind of taking that over right now. But those are two two key events that are going to take place, yeah. especially growing that youth audience. Yeah, for sure. And um, the one I think I got most excited about when I look at the schedule, probably of everything on there, is the Breakers panel. Yeah, on uh, Monday night. We got to sit in there um, last year. You mm-hmm. were there, right? Sure was. Yeah, and uh, man, it was cool. It, it was, was cool meeting some of the guys that, that kind of started the breaking thing. And um, they're just really, there's just so many good people that, that are part of that breaking community. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to sitting down and, and, and soaking that in as well. Speaking of that, uh, I want to mention again that Buck City Breaks is our sponsor for the Industry Summit. So uh, all of our content will brought to be brought to you by them. Yep. Uh, three three thirty to four. This will probably go a little bit longer than I'm thinking. Is the brick and mortar idea session? So um, we're gonna have a lot of dealers and shops there. Going to need to get their input on what we can do to make things better. I know that uh, important people like Mike Fruitman and Rob Varis, those guys who have been around for a long, Lisa Stiletto, got guys and girls. They'll they'll. Uh, help make that a great session you know what i'm looking forward to what's that the lego update you know you're looking forward to that (laughs) we need to have her on and have her talk about legos yeah she can come on lisa sledo man her and her legos man it's good stuff she is awesome uh sold me a a 90 dollar lego set for 50 dollars, and my son doesn't even play with it anymore that's awesome sweet she'll she'll probably get you again if you uh, if you let her yeah probably (laughs) probably um tuesday's uh packed as well but 9 to 9 30 selling soccer 
This is a, yeah, I'm going to uh, skip that one. going to skip that one? <laughs> That's a session that I'm kind of interested in, in kind of hearing. We've talked about it before. Soccer is one of those products, like, if you hit, man, you hit really, really big. You do. You do. It's truth. And, and this is the year, man. This yeah. is the World Cup. The World Cup. So, so you know, soccer is going to be in the forefront of a, of a lot of things, whether it's um, people just buying something different to try to get some of the guys that are watching on TV or – you know, I think a lot more breakers are going to get into soccer with, mm-hmm. the, with these upcoming products coming out and whatnot. So, yeah, that, I guess I guess there is some interest there, and uh, and our fearless leader is going to be in there talking about it. So, right. Um, Shout out to Brian. Yeah, exactly. So the rest of the day is pretty full, and then three forty-five to four fifteen is about comic books and action figures. I'm in. I'm I'm totally in on that because that's, I think that's a part of. Uh, part of the hobby shop that you know, people don't understand maybe a little bit and there's money to be made there for sure so that there's that and i'm excited that uh mr Sutherland's going to be talking in there because he knows his he figures got, man him sure and i've had some some in-depth uh <laughs> <laughs> conversations about that so I'm, I'm excited about that we're just hitting the highlights here again so wednesday we're, we're gonna wrap this up with wednesday two things to be here i want to do this i know that you do too i don't know if we're going to be able to but the graphic converting tour um, basically, we're gonna get to go see how a product is made, packed out. Yeah, made, just the whole distributed, process. packed, yeah. wrapped, boxed. Then we get, then there's a rumor they get to open it. Yeah. So I just want to come at the end. Yeah, just the end. <laughs> just the end. No, it's a, it's a great process. I'd love to see it. I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to go, um, but I did hear a rumor if we don't get to go, mm-hmm. we may be able to get to do that another time. Okay, that's so, cool. So we'll uh, we'll hold on to that. Uh, then there's uh, of course the open discussion in the industry summit awards, and then something that if you are here, you do not want to miss. Final thoughts all. from Gray, Brian Gray's Gray's Anatomy of the Hobby. Do not miss that if you are in attendance here. Stay until the end. <laughs> yes, yeah, stay until the end. Um, Brian always Brian Gray uh, from Leaf always has has good insight and. Uh, and a good a different perspective than some people, right? But, um, overall, man, just it's always good to uh, to hear what's on his mind, and he likes to speak freely, and that doesn't always happen in this in this business that we're in. So that's right. That's a little refreshing to hear someone get up there and, and not pull any punches, and uh, just you know let you know what's going on. That's right. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I, like Paul said, he learned so much last year, and we didn't he we didn't get to go to there, a lot of the stuff. So with us being here. And more available now to kind of know how the thing's going to work. I'm looking forward to just soaking in as much as I can. And the interviews that we're going to get from this, just the content alone, is going to be great. And I, I can't tell you how it's going to come out. I don't know if we're going to do three straight shows. I don't know if we're going to do, but I don't know that. I don't know that answer yet. Right. But we're going to have a lot of it. And you guys are going to be uh, thoroughly entertained, I hope. And then also just some knowledge brought to you. So. There you go. Looking forward to it, man. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. But we need to probably go. Yeah, we we do need to go. It's a little later than what I wanted it to be. Right. But we have some stuff to finish up for for the summit. Um, Hot list or do, that kind of stuff. I'm I'm done. I'm done with my hot list, too. I know that some other people over in that area are not done with their hot list. So. A hot list to do pricings or pricing files are need to be turned in, all that good stuff. I got brochures to make. You do. I got bags and stuff probably. Yeah, yeah. And I got lunch to eat. Yeah, but it's too early. Someone, yeah. Um, Eleven o'clock. We're going. Right. 
Yeah, probably. Very good. <laughs> Joey, hey, buddy. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Going to pick you up tomorrow. Uh, Buck City Breaks. Can't wait to see you guys driving down. Have fun. Be safe. Uh, who else, man? Monster will be in the house, too. Yeah, Monster. So Who's coming? Uh, Kyle. Not Kyle. Curtis. Curtis is coming. Curtis I said is Kyle. Coming. Kyle went to the top thing. Yeah. Curtis, yeah. I'm really looking forward to sitting down with you and doing a full segment about Monster Breaks. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll do it hillbilly style. Hillbilly. We're going to open hockey and see if he can. Yes, we should. <laughs> yes, we should. I'm going to go buy a box right now. And see if he can reenact that. Uh, that famous moment. Yes. You know You know what's funny? I, real quick, I don't want to get keep this going, but there was a bunch of people who listened to our show that week and actually went back and bumped that bumped that feed up to the top. Nice. So that there was actually people that went back and watched and listened to that uh <laughs> Very <laughs> to, nice. to him pull it out. So that was pretty cool. All 12 um, of you. Thank you very much. Yes. Because <laughs> Curtis didn't know, and he was like, hey, man, um, why did that – the only reason why that thing would have gotten bumped up, and I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, yeah, funny. So there were people listening to it, so that's good stuff. That's funny. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Again, go check out the Collectible Car Club. Check out Monster Breaks on Facebook and MonsterBreaks.com and Twitter, all those great places. And again, every interview that you heard today was brought to you by the Sparty Hawk Cash Hotline. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. So next week, just keep listening. Cue the Jericho. Mission control, it's stories to be told. Bold, decode these remotes. Broke down, but the speed hole. The illness from CO. Deep through the keyhole to see this one light. Leeches lurking in the darkness, won't leave living tonight. Punchline for fist fight, because they heads ain't fed right. How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight? Can't do good and live right. Kick snares and high hats, they be the get right. Here they give the blind sight. What? Me and my people just might tonight. Alright. Me and my people just might Me and my people just might tonight Alright Me and my people just might Me and my people just might tonight Alright Me and my people just might Me and my people just might tonight Alright Me and my people just might Me and my people just might tonight Alright Me and my people just might And on the kick rhyme Vicious still sounds stupendous Other cats on the radio, they sound horrendous We some mind benders and they never been pretenders You out here trying to end us, but y'all just beginners We some natural born killers and we creeping through your windows, man We the fucking realest, man, regardless if you feel us, man Don't make me call the hitters to pay the grave diggers <laughs> Man, I'm just